0: is the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and
1: T.J. Perry. You got certain things that are, we're, we're all, like, it's, our body is so symmetrical. The
2: 2-1. Swung on, hit in the air to deep left. That ball is high. That is far. That is gone. Uh, it's amazing, and I mean that. Absolutely. He's done it again. How does he do it? A Judging blast into the left field seats. All rise.
1: Here comes the judge. Right, you got you got your wrists. You know, and you, what are your wrists on the bottom half? Your ankle.
0: Outfield shallow. First pitch
2: in the dirt, and that hops to the left of Huff. Here comes Altuve. He scores. Astros win it, four to three and ten. A wild pitch by Hernandez.
1: You know, you got your shoulders up top. What are your shoulders? Your, your hips. He swings
2: and he rifles it deep left field. Call! He reaches and can't catch it. The ball goes off his glove off the wall. Two run score. Deluzio scores the
1: winner. A Redbird winner. You know what I'm saying? You got your elbows, or the elbows, your knees, your knees right? Like so, well, <laughs> uh, it's symmetrical, and you just got to work different parts.
2: Hour two, T row in the morning show. What'd you say
3: in the middle of? Uh, when Judge hits that, does someone gasp like they uh, clutch their pearls? Like, oh, my.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. Everyone in New York
1: does that.
3: No, there was someone in the background that goes, oh.
1: <laughs> you got certain things that are, we're, we're all like, It's our body is so symmetrical.
2: The 2-1. Swung on. Hit in the air to deep left. <laughs> that ball is high. Put it as far. <laughs> and it... I, oh. I did not oh. heard, heard that before. <laughs> That's upsetting. <laughs> Hang on a second. Let me,
1: uh, you got certain things that all, we're today. all like, it's, our body is so symmetrical.
2: The 2-1. Swung on, hit in the air to deep left. <laughs> that ball is high. That <laughs> I had good ears by you. I hadn't heard that. Uh, I don't know what that is. That's Susan. Is that her name? I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, their their color analyst is uh, Susan something I think. So anyway, um, what would you think about the uh, Jameis Winston? Uh, soundbite.
3: Thinking the song <laughs> These
2: "Shoulders, Heads, and
3: whatever that song is.
2: Um, here it is in its entirety, not broken up. Talking about how amazing and symmetrical the human body is. This is uh, Jameis Winston.
1: You got certain things that are. We're, we're all like it's. Our body is so symmetrical, right? You got you got your wrists, you know. And then, you, what are your wrists on the bottom half? Your ankles, you know. You got your shoulders up top. What are your shoulders? Your, your hips, you know. what I'm saying you got your elbows. What are elbows? Your knees, right? Like so. Uh, it's symmetrical, and you just got to work different parts.
2: I mean, he is right. You do have all those things.
3: Uh, so that was Jameis Winston. Yeah, I thought it was Deshaun Watson when you were first playing it. I wasn't sure. <laughs>
2: No. No. It would make sense that you would think that. But uh, uh Jameis, I feel like 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 his, this is just dawned on him, right? Like uh you know what? <laughs> I got two of everything.
3: It's like my uh pug Hang puppy when second. she uh looks in the the, the full length mirror and realizes there's another pug in the mirror and freaks out. That was him. Like, wait, I got two.
1: I got an elbow on
2: this side, and there's another one over here.
1: We got certain things that are we're, we're all like, it's our body is so symmetrical, right? You got you got your wrists, you know, and then you, what true. are your wrists on the bottom half? Your ankle. you know. You got your shoulders up top. What are your shoulders? Your, your hips, you know. what I'm saying you got your elbows. What are the elbows? Knees. Your knees, your knees right? Like so. <laughs>
3: Doesn't even uh, mention the fingers and, and toes. You just got to work different parts.
1: <laughs> What's the belly button
2: equivalent? I don't know what that would be.
3: (laughs) I don't think you want to (laughs) know.
2: Oh, Jameis. Good morning, everybody. Hour two on a Thursday, September 8th. T-Row in the morning show brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. XOE, it's the place to be, folks. Check them out. They got the very cool CF Motos over there. They are the hottest brand in the power sports industry. CF Motos. Uh, And they got the full line of them at Extreme Outdoor Equipment, four-wheelers, utility vehicles, side-by-sides. You got to check them out. These things are sweet. They're better built, better equipped, have a better warranty, and they are priced less. You can check out Extreme Outdoor Equipment in Goldsby and in Newcastle. Of course, they are a full-line dealer of the Bad Boy Mowers as well. Uh, Trailers, motorhomes. Anything you want, XOE's got it at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. I got to watch tennis again, by the way, the last few days, TJ. This Francis Tiafoe guy at the U.S. Open has me hooked. Everybody's all gaga over this guy. I haven't watched tennis in years, but i, I he's appointment viewing for me right now. Francis Tiafoe. He's fun. Are you telling me you're not watching tennis?
3: The only way I even know of him is that he's made the national and local news the last couple of nights for being the first American in 16 years or however long it had been. So uh, that's the only way I'd ever heard of the guy. Yeah.
2: So he's an American, got a great story. His Both of his parents uh, are immigrants. He was, uh, as I understand it anyway, put in this prestigious – tennis academy in maryland because they saw the talent in him and you know everybody kind of came together to pay for him to be in this he didn't have the money his parents didn't have the money so they all kind of came to community came together to pay for him to be in this tennis academy and now he has uh, come up through the ranks and he's on he's a star this is the farthest he's ever gotten in a grand slam event but he beaten a doll the other day. Now he won the quarterfinals in straight sets yesterday. And he's just, he's like smiling and dancing. And he's just, he's fun. You know, he engages the crowd. And they love him in New York, obviously. He's got a bunch of, uh, he's got Bradley Beal and some NBA players that are in his box rooting him on. And
0: Why do you think it's, it's been cool. so long?
3: I have no idea. You mean for an American? For an American, yeah. I mean, because even if it's not as popular of a sport as it once used to be and, you know, that prime in the 80s and 90s, like, you would think there would still be elite talent that would come along.
2: Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. I mean, we had uh, Sampras and Agassi and then Andy Roddick for a while. And then, you know, really at the top, top of the game, nobody. Right. For a long time. And it's been the same two or three guys winning everything. And none of them are Americans. And uh, I'm not telling you Tiafo's going to win this, but it's a good story and he's good TV. I mean, that's part of it too. He's not, he's not just some guy hitting tennis shots with no expression on his face. Like he's having a lot of fun with it and he's very entertaining to watch. So plays again tomorrow in the semifinals. The 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 guy he plays won last night in five sets. Uh, Al Alcaraz is that his name? Let me see here. Yeah, Alcaraz. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. But the match ended at 2:50 a.m. last night. 2:50 in the morning, five set match, and uh, so that's who he plays next. So maybe that guy didn't get a lot of sleep. We'll see if uh, Francis can can beat him again. I didn't like it yesterday though because he and the guy that he played had the exact same outfit on. Like they're both Nike sponsored, and they had the exact same shirt and shorts. It's like they got dressed together. It was not that was <laughs> uncomfortable to see. Anyway, I, I I love tennis. I played tennis. Uh was on you know in high school and everything, and used to watch it all the time. I've talked about this on the show before. All the the uh, Grand Slam events, and Jen just don't care. Just haven't watched it in years, really. Since you kind of, really, since Agassi, that I've been addicted to it like that. I mean, I would check in with Roddick from time to time. I I liked Roddick, but not like addicted to it right. like I used right. to be. And I'm not that now. But I, yesterday was the first time because I saw, accidentally saw. The end of the Nadal match with Tiafo back on Monday, I think it was. And I was like, "Dad, this guy's amazing. What a great story. So I knew he played again yesterday. Yesterday I sought out. I made it, it sure. He played at 1230. I was like, I want to make sure I, I'm in front of a TV when Tiafo plays. I haven't said that about a tennis match in decades probably. So good on him. I hope this isn't just a bringing flash in, in the, the viewers. Pan. He's bringing in the viewers. Like I said, he's
3: made yeah. national and local news stations, and so he's he's catching the attention of people, so that's a good thing.
2: Yeah, would be good. I mean, Serena exits, you know, stage right, and maybe now we've got a male American tennis star also at the same event entering stage left. You know, I mean, I'm, who knows? Maybe, again, maybe this is the tournament of his life and we never hear from him again, but... It is a great story, and New York's going gaga over this guy. And at the U.S. Open, it's always fun. It's like a Lakers game. They're always showing all the celebrities that are in the crowd to uh, check out the tennis there. So Tiger was there the other night to watch uh, Serena. Now and now everybody's coming back to watch uh, Francis. Francis is the hot topic now. Okay, TJ. Um, interesting thing going on with uh, Texas Tech and Texas. Um. Texas Tech AD Kirby Hokut is kind of alleging here. I'll read some quotes in a second. But he's he's basically said that he and Texas, Del Conte at Texas, have an agreement that Texas and Texas Tech are going to keep playing every year after Texas goes to the SEC. You following me? I'm following you. Once the word came down that OU and Texas were – Leaving town, Hokut got on the horn to Del Conte and said, listen, we've been playing for a long time, Texas and Texas Tech. Let's keep this series going. And according to Hokut, Del Conte said, yeah, let's do it. Let's keep playing every year. Well, now Kirby is hearing that Del Conte is telling some people, that ain't going to happen. We're not playing Texas Tech every year. <laughs> so uh Hokut said yesterday, quote, as I've talked to my counterpart at the University of Texas, you know it's going to be salty when they refer to them as my counterpart rather than by their name. While all the right things have been communicated to me, it's concerning that in the last couple of weeks, I've heard from individuals in Dallas, in Fort Worth, and in Midland that there's different things being said from those folks representing the University of Texas, and that a scheduling alliance against Texas Tech is not going to happen. Uh I wouldn't say oh Del Conte said I wouldn't say it was more than anything it was I wouldn't say it was anything more than the idea of playing each other. That's all way premature to me. The issues were really just about playing Texas schools is the way I looked at it. And if Texas Tech is part of that, I mean, I get it. But it's all premature because we didn't know who we're going to play in the SEC and how we're going to play. That's why I said, hey, I get the thought process. We're just nowhere near there today. That's it. There's nothing negative about it. Del Conte's like, listen, we don't know if we're going to play eight or nine games in the SEC. We don't know when we're going to the SEC. So we're not ready to tell Texas Tech we're going to play him every year. And even uh, when that happens, we're probably not going to play Texas Tech every year. We just want to keep playing a Texas school, and this is specifically
3: based on football, right? Because they can play the other sports like we've talked about with OSU. So, of um, course. But sorry, Kirby, that's uh, why would they play them every year? That's the thing with OSU. Like it's one you got to see how it's structured, as Conte just said. But why, like? Why would you do that to yourself? Most years, Texas is going you to beat Texas. You're not going to do that. So why would he even think that that would be agreed upon? Like, that's a little
2: silly on his part. Um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. The Texas-Texas-Tex series is nowhere near the level of Bedlam. No, not even close. As far as fame and Not close to what Texas and and A&M was for all those years, so... Yeah. They had the great game uh you know the, the, the when Mike leach was there when tech knocked him off and then came to Norman for the jump around game 08 I guess uh but yeah there's they don't even have a name they don't even have a name for that rivalry do they they have a name for the Texas Texas Tech game if they do I don't know what it is.
3: I would say that Texas and OSU have more of a rivalry and I think back more over the last mm-hmm. 15 years or so with those two than I would tech. Man, I don't. Right I don't get that. that that thought process by Texas Tech that they would think they're going to bring you along and still give you that added game every year. That just it makes no
2: sense. Yeah, seems it seems unlikely. I am interested to see uh, what Oklahoma does next year because you think they're going next year. I, I believe so. Yeah, and there are a lot of people that agree with you. Um. And if that happens, I'm interested to see what they do in the non-con. Because, you know, I mean, I think that Georgia game's going away either way, probably, right? I mean, everybody seems to think that Georgia game's going away either way. We
3: cleverly got that asked on Friday, and I didn't get to Joe to ask it, but it said something along the lines of making travel plans. Joe, will the Georgia game be rescheduled next year?
2: (laughs) Well, I mean... On short notice, what is an upper level non conference opponent you could you could get, you know? Because they got Arkansas State and Tulsa next year, in addition to Georgia. So if you're not going to play that Georgia game, you need at least an attractive non conference. Don't you? I mean, I know you're going to be in the SEC. It, we're assuming here they're in the SEC. Maybe you don't. Maybe you can just throw another rum dum in there. But I, I don't. With Arkansas State and Tulsa, I think you need at least a mid-level, not upper-level, non-con opponent. Who could you wrangle on short notice? That'd be interesting. I guess. I guess a Big Twelve team. You could probably talk. There's a whole basket now of potential Big Twelve teams that are going to be looking for opponents. Theoretically, we shall see. We need a break. We'll get back to some more of your picks on the uh, King of the Mountain Week 1 when we come back. It's a Thursday edition of the T-Row in the Morning Show. We are on the downhill slide to Week 2 of the college football season.
3: Huh. Learned something new today. Welcome back, everybody. T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group, home of the eight ninety nine listing fee. Terry and Jackie Saxon will help you the sell of your home. Save you thousands of dollars, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Learned a new word off the air just then, Toby. I won't uh, say the word because of its meaning behind it, but I had to look it up. Hmm. And that person laughed when they told me to look it up because they asked me if I'd ever heard of this word. Hmm. It's an English word? I think it's a made-up English word, I'm assuming, yeah. yeah. Is it a curse word? No, but I don't want people going and googling it. I don't want to be responsible for that. Okay, <laughs> so, all right. But uh, thank you for thank you for using restraint, yeah. TJ. Yeah. We probably
2: don't have the rights to use that word anyway.
3: We we do not have the rights to use that yeah. word. Probably. Uh, not. In fact, if these picks keep coming in, I'm going to say we don't have the rights to the King of the Mountain either. So <laughs> did I did I finish off with TD from KC last time? That's I exactly okay. right. Um, yeah. Let me scroll down. We're only a hundred and something texts behind at this point. <laughs> That's no exaggeration. Tino will take the Titans over the Giants. Got it. Our man Benny called off the air. He wants your Indianapolis Colts, and he Got was it. as giddy as a schoolboy, oh, uh, knowing that King, King of the, of the Mountain. Mountain
2: was back. He loves King of the Mountain. He might be a past champion. I don't remember. Benny's been with us
3: for a long time. Uh, good morning, Toby and TJ. I love you guys. Keep up the you. good work. Great work, excuse me. I want thank you. Slide us any, uh, Mister O U. Thank you, Mister O U. Ah, OU. thank you, Mister O U. Get the crowd hyped on Saturday. Unfortunately,
2: Mr. OU. we can't read his uh, oh, text no. anymore. Yeah, was TJ? I just up Mr. there? Mister Mister O U is he's uh, using the O U affiliation to the university there. So uh,
3: J and <laughs> J and J was. Huh. J and J. It's got the little and symbol was w a s s
2: j and j was
3: okay that, yeah I got guess it. that would be was with two s's uh Bengals. That's
2: it's a complicated name yeah
3: right. Ram rod sooner <laughs> not as difficult but <laughs> like the Baltimore Ravens got it our man Ronnie ilm would like the panthers that's a tough pick, I think. There's a lot of Panther picks coming in. I think yeah. the Panthers are going to win. But that's one of those games I would be really uneasy with in week one taking it, even as much as I love Baker. And I love Baker.
2: But I get Why the— Why don't you and I play King of the Mountain? I mean, we can. Let's play along. We've never done that before. Do we get the Who's prize? Who's your week one? Who's your week one? No, we don't get any prize or anything. Just we'll just see how we do here. Who's your week one Um pick? I'll take the Colts.
3: I'll go Bengals. Okay. Uh Who just, the Bengals playing? Uh, my Cowboys, aren't they? Or is that week two? No, that's you're, you got the <laughs> Tom Brady. Oh, that's right. Brady's week one. I think Bengals are week two for the uh, Cowboys. I've never seen
2: a fan base that hates their own team more than the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Steelers. Bengals hosting Steelers that's with right. Mitch Trubisky. That's right, with Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, okay. Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year, TJ. You don't remember that. They did.
3: Uh, Let's see see here. Justin and Marietta would take the Bengals as well.
2: That's a lot to write down. Hang on. Justin and Marietta, Bengals. Got it.
3: Uh, ODB and PV. ODB and PV would like the Ravens.
2: You think that stands for Paul's Valley? I'm not going to guess what ODB stands for because that could go a lot of ways. But PV, Paul's Valley,
3: maybe? I I think maybe Paul's Valley, yeah. Okay. And uh, one more here. Here's the first one of the year. I happened to click on it right here when I was going to read this last pick. Just says the Chiefs. I have no idea who
2: you are. Got to put your name on it. Put your
3: name on it. If you pick the Chiefs and you're from a 580 number, uh, text me back
2: with your name and I'll get you in there. Okay. If you're just tuned in saying, what in the heck is going on right now? We play King of the Mountain on this show. We have for years and years and years. Uh, it is our survival NFL pick 'em contest. All of our listeners go head to head with each other. But you got to play by the rules, which means you got to get your pick in between 6 and 9 a.m. on either Thursday or Friday each week. You pick a team to win in the NFL. If they win, you advance to the next week, but you cannot use that team again all year. If you lose, you're out. We'll start the uh, we'll start the uh, season with several hundred picks, I'm sure, and then but eventually we'll get down to one winner. Again, text in your pick 405 343 name. Put your name on it or your nickname or some way of identifying yourself, and you've got to get your picks in between six and nine a.m. Part of winning this contest is you got to be diligent about it. All right, you can't just go oh I forgot I'll send it in Saturday morning, and uh, surely they'll forgive me. T.J.'s very strict about this. you got to get your picks in in our window because we use the same text line as everybody else at the station. It gets lost in the thousands of texts that come in uh, every day if you send in a pick at 3.30 in the afternoon. Tyler McComas is going to skip right over it. He has no idea what that's about. So you got to make your picks during our show, 405-651-3439. If you don't get in in week one, you don't play. You can't just join this game in midstream. You've got to start from week one, which means I need your pick today or tomorrow if you want to play NFL King of the Mountain with us. <sighs> TJ, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about the Alabama-Texas game. Quick break. T-Row in the morning show Thursday. It's halftime. We'll be back.
0: The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I'm going to tell you right now, Texas beats Alabama. 7.35
2: Thursday morning. What are we looking at uh, weather-wise on Saturday here, Teach? Still looking a uh, 90-ish or so?
3: Uh, I think yeah, a little bit gone. cooler than that. I think there is a chance of rain, but it would be later in the game. I think it's coming from the north and going to hit Stillwater first. They're in a risk of maybe getting into a lightning delay, but I don't think OU is. They thought OU would be clear. So,
2: um, Incorrect. Well, now is it changing? Uh, Saturday, high of 92 and sunny, 3% chance of rain in Norman. Yeah, I like I said. You're getting your get uh, weather from the uh, – Non-member of the ESPN Plus broadcast crew, Damon Lane again.
3: Um, I think he said the chances go up overnight, so it would mm-hmm. be later. That's what I'm saying. It's a late game. That's what I'm saying. Maybe there was a chance, but you're right. I think they're they're in the clear. He said there there's no chance really in Norman. So
2: so it's going to be hot at kickoff. Mm-hmm. Six o'clock. Will the East stands be in the shade yet?
3: It is close at that point, but not quite, if I remember correctly. I,
2: so pregame and kickoff going to be hot on the east side. Yes, and then
3: it'll get back there behind uh, fairly quickly. So they will yeah, be yeah, all right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometime in the first half, you're going to mm-hmm. be in the shade, and the second half's going to be glorious. And then those LED lights are going to do what those LED lights do, Teach. What exactly are they going to gonna do? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Blink? Dance? I think they work in conjunction with the ribbon lights. They got, like, red ribbon lights and the scoreboard. I don't know what they do. I I have no idea. I'm eager myself to see. It's really the main
3: attraction Saturday night. Uh, That's what a lot of people are talking about, so I think you're right,
2: yes. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I did not see video of the walk of champions until i watched that all access show last night i mean i'd mm-hmm. seen some clips on twitter and stuff from here but like full video that yep. was sweet man like people really showed out for that Now there were a lot they, there They were yeah. all in the road there were thousands look like thousands of people there brent's going crazy we? right we've done that in the past but not like that like Super cool. Keep that up, folks. Yeah, Brent
3: was like high-fiving and jumping and chest bumping. And I was like, I, I, every time I he's watch him. He's up on the
2: bus on that show. He's like up on the bus as they're pulling up. You can see all the people <laughs> everywhere. And he's, he's going up and down the bus going, see, I told you. It's different, man. It's different here. I can't wait. You know, he's yelling at him. It's, <laughs> it's awesome.
3: I, I watch him now on some of that stuff and the clips that they put out of him. And I think, how many
2: calories a day does that dude burn?
0: Like, well, I, I told you, like, he ate everything
1: energy, at Rudy's. He, like,
2: got one of everything. And I'm going, I hate you because I'm going to get one brisket sandwich and I'm going to balloon up like a whale. But you're right. He's burning. He's like Michael he's Phelps, man. He's a burning. burning machine. Yes. Uh, it, part of that uh, all-access last night, too, they went with him on his 5 a.m. run. He runs, I guess, I don't know how far, three miles. I don't know exactly how far. Every morning in the dark. He's running around his neighborhood and the camera with him on his run. So that's kind of cool. It makes me want to be a better person. TJ Brent Venables makes me want to be a better human. Gosh, I don't want to be the that's camera what you guy. That, Ed,
3: that assignment. What are you talking about? I got to go run with coach at five in the morning. Hey, uh, that sucks.
2: It looked to me like they were driving alongside my car. <laughs> Hanging out of the car. So. You're aware of the uh, uh, Alabama not bringing their – I don't think we've talked about it on this show, but they're not bringing their band. You're aware mm-hmm. of this whole thing, right, Broke Yeah, a couple of I, days ago?
3: I know people were complaining that Texas didn't give them access for enough or, you know, yeah, there's that rumor Well, out they there. make them
2: sit in the upper deck. Yeah, you, the yeah. band, they don't give them lower bowl seats. All the visiting tickets are in the upper deck at Daryl K. Royal. LSU complained about this a few years ago. Now Alabama's like, well, we're not bringing our band if our band's going to have to sit in the upper deck. And Texas is like, sorry. Um, apparently in the SEC, there is a conference-wide rule that you have to give visiting tickets in both the upper and lower deck. Uh, that is obviously not the case in the Big 12. Um, Del Conte said, quote, we've moved the visitor section from the lower bowl to give our students a contiguous student section, thus creating a fantastic atmosphere in DKR. If a visiting team elects to bring their band, they must sit in the seats allotted for visitors. Now, if I remember correctly, when LSU came to town, they also claimed that um, they didn't have the air conditioning on in the locker rooms. Yes, that's right. So we'll see whether that's the case or not. I would just like to, I mean, this is a, Early indication to Alabama and the rest of the SEC. I know it looked all fun when you invited Texas to be in your conference, but <laughs> <laughs> as you are quickly learning, they're a royal pain in the backside. So, congratulations enjoy. on your new neighbor. Now, I will say this, and I think we talked about this yesterday, i'm I'm. Listening to shows, I'm listening to podcasts this week, I'm reading things online, and everybody, everybody says Texas is going to get smashed, they're going to get embarrassed, they're going to get run out of town. Everybody thinks Bama is crushing these guys, and I'm not telling you, I don't think that either, but I am telling you, I'm uncomfortable with how certain everybody is that Alabama's going to win this game in a romp it just doesn't usually work that way
3: it doesn't work that way and they're they're taking it to a point like Tyler's laughing it off as if this is you know old dominion or someone that Alabama's playing like it's just no, one of those dominion conference just beat games we so <laughs> might be better than Texas <laughs> might be right you know what I'm saying, though. Uh, it's just kind of they're just laughing it off, as this is one of those easy non-conference games that Alabama always schedules. So, I'm with you. I'm starting to get nervous over it because I don't want Texas to beat them. It's too much of a boost for them. That's too much of a power move um, for Sarkeesian and Texas. So, if Alabama wins, it's just Alabama winning another big game or what's considered a too big. Programs and you well, move and on. You're an Alabama fan, as we yeah, well You move on, but Texas, I don't, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. So, but I am like, I don't know that I've heard ever, anyone say that Texas will even keep it within the spread. it's no, like oh, have. Of either. course not. <laughs> I mean, Alabama's going to win at least by thirty to thirty-five. Yeah. So, and that's I, what I'm telling you. I mean, Alabama. Everything you see and look at, yes, they're better offense, better defense. Uh, programs more stable right now, uh, better athletes. It all points to that, but this is not some scrub team they're rolling out and playing this week.
2: Mm.
3: Well, you get what I'm saying.
2: It's not Kent State. Mm.
3: It's not UTEP. I
2: I get what you're saying, Uh, which is what I'm saying. I just... I, I cannot come up with a logical reason why Texas is going to get this game played. Other than this, what do we say every year in the OU-Texas game? Texas plays above their heads against Oklahoma, right? We see a different team in the OU-Texas game than mm-hmm. we see the rest of the year. So maybe big-time opponent, you know, they actually care. Um... They play above their heads, maybe. But other than that, I can't tell you, well, I like the matchup here, I like the matchup there, this makes sense or anything like that. I'm just playing the, if everybody is in agreement, one thing's going to happen in college football, it usually doesn't happen. And that, what's the line at today? I can look it up for you here real quick here. Yeah, scores and odds. See see what they got the line of this game at. Because every... You're correct. Not a single person that I've heard says they think Texas is covering this game. Let's see.
3: Currently, it is at 20 and a half.
2: It hasn't moved. It hasn't moved since early in the week, right? And everybody says Bama's covering easy. Right. Which tells me Vegas is sitting there going... Like, they're counting money, right? Why hasn't it moved? If everybody in the world says Bama's winning by 40, why hasn't the line moved? I don't know. I can't tell you that I think Quinn Ewers is going to be able to throw the ball or Texas offensive line can hold up against the Bama defensive line. I can't make logical sense of why Texas is going to hang around and make this a game. I can't do it other than the fact that that's the way it works. Maybe Bama makes some mistakes early on. Maybe they take them for granted. Maybe somebody falls down, a defensive back on a pass. I don't know. I just, I'm getting increasingly uncomfortable thinking, I think Texas may hang around in this game. It's an 11 a.m. kick,
3: and I just looked up their forecast. 95 degrees.
2: With a light wind. Maybe, so maybe Bam the is affected by their Maybe the heat. Maybe, maybe the heat. <laughs> maybe BAM is affected by their band not playing being there. Perhaps. They like
3: I said, I just can't see an environment there? that would rattle Alabama in any way. Of course not. No, it's just not going to.
2: Well, why did not the line moved?
3: Because <sighs> of what you said, everybody, uh, you know. I, I don't know. You'd think it would have gone up some, so. I mean, it has gone up. It opened
2: at sixteen and a half. Oh well, this week when we first looked at it, it was twenty and a half. Right. So, right. I wonder if that when that sixteen and a half was. I feel like that wasn't this week. Not that I saw anyway. So maybe it has moved. Maybe you're right. I'm not exactly the guy who follows the Vegas betting lines that close. So, anyway. Uh, uh, we we all know uh, where you stand. you have picked Texas to win this game and um, I'm going to tell you right now Texas beats Alabama. I don't I'm not ready to make that pick, but I am starting to think this game's gonna be closer than everybody thinks. Texas is gonna hang around in this game. Texas
3: fan just texts me says you could give us 40 points they still won't cover it.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not even Texas fans and this is think a, they've got this a this is
3: a diehard
2: Texas fan, too, sending that. If I – I'm not going to do this, but if I put a radio poll out there, uh, who covers the 20-and-a-half in this game, Alabama or Texas? You know, 99% would say Panama, right?
3: I was going to say 98, but, yeah, I mean, a lot. Yeah.
2: Okay. (laughs) Give or take a percentage. You may vote in the poll, and obviously you're picking Texas, so maybe (laughs) I'll go the other way. Uh, Anyway, I don't know. Just just the thought. Just the thought I'm having right now is I'm uncomfortable how confident, knowingly confident everybody is in what the outcome of this game is going to be.
3: It's going to be me and Joey Galloway
2: as the two people picking Texas in this yeah. thing. 748, quick break. More of your picks next. Back after this.
0: This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380.
3: Terry Saxon, he's your man with the uh, money-saving plan, the eight ninety nine listing fee. Put that money in your pocket. Buy yourself a flat-top grilled or something with the money you save with Terry. 405-361-3380, saxonrealtygroup.com Air Comfort Solutions text line. Oh, man. You left off with ODB and PV. Yeah, this, uh seeing how many I'm behind is giving me. i getting a lot of picks rolling in? Hives. It's giving me hives. I'm going to need an itch cream. Hi, guys. Love the show. Listening every day Thanks. from Asheville, Thanks. North Carolina. Oh, wow. I'm TCOG 3367. T C O G G 3367 taking the Baltimore
2: Ravens. When you give a city in the south whose uh city name ends in V I L L E T J. You got to pronounce it like V U L. Asheville. Asheville. Yeah. Nashville. Knoxville.
3: Asheville, yeah, North. Carolina. You gotta Carolina. learn that.
2: We're no no no. We're going to the SEC. You gotta learn these things. Not Asheville. 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 <laughs> William <Ooh>. the innkeeper. <laughs> William the innkeeper would like the 49ers. Uh, Inkeeper, that, that's, uh, that's our second 49ers pick. Okay. Air Force Joe is taking the Panthers.
3: Thank you for your service, Air Force. Sean, a uh, Browns fan says when I said that pick would worry me, he says, don't worry you, it's the solid pick of the week because the Browns are 1-19 in their last opening week games." So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Red Dog and Norman. I wonder who Sean's
2: cheering for in this game.
3: Mm, that's a good question. I would think his Browns. I think he's loyal to his Browns, but that's that's that's
2: tough with Baker. Uh, Red, who would you, if the Panthers were facing the Cowboys, yeah. Maybe they play this year. I don't know. What's your what's your move there?
3: I would hope that the Cowboys win but Baker has a great game like, you know, okay. solid right solid game. Maybe a 250 300 yards and a couple of touchdowns or something, but the loses the game. Uh Red Dog and Norman taking the Raiders.
2: Red Dog and Nobody's picked the Raiders yet. Who are the Raiders playing? Uh, hang on, I got it right here. You got Bill's Rams tonight, by the way, folks. The Raiders play uh, at the Chargers. Oh, that's a 325 game. Maybe that means uh, Chris will let me use this direct this uh, dish. Is it dish that has the NFL? Maybe he'll know. let me watch the Colts. I don't know. Okay,
3: go ahead. Uh, no signature on the Dallas Cowboys. If you picked the Cowboys, let me know what your name is. You will not be in the contest. Nick in Weatherford. Taking the Ravens.
2: That's where Ethan Downs is from, TJ. That's right. Nick and Weatherford wants the Ravens, okay. Franco and Moore would like the Colts.
3: Franco, you don't have to. Uh, uh, it's not nothing to do with the spread. So I saw you put the spread here. If you were just doing that to do that, it's fine. But it's just a straight up pick.
2: Franco so. Harris's
3: jersey just got retired by or number, I guess, got retired. Jersey number right. number got retired by the. Steelers. Yeah. Uh Jeff in Arkansas says he'll take Baltimore over the Jets.
2: You know, there's one game every week that emerges as the pick, mm-hmm, and TJ and mm-hmm. I secretly hope that team loses yes. just to make our job easier. It's looking like the Ravens are the team we're cheering against this week, TJ.
3: <laughs> That's correct. Uh, 918 Chris wants the Panthers.
2: And I'll All give right. you have one more, more here, uh, here one two more. more, two more here.
3: JT and Edmund, Panthers, please. JT and Edmund? Such, such man- manners, good manners. Uh, no name on Colts over Houston, if you sent that in from the 580. And Scott Hacker wants the Bengals.
2: Hacker or Packer? Hacker with an H. Okay. All right, very good. Uh, That's how we do it. you got one more hour today to get your picks in, or you can get it in tomorrow, but it's got to be between 6 and 9 a.m. Quick break. Don't forget, next hour we are going live to Ohio, where we'll be joined by Rob Polinski, the play-by-play voice of the Kent State Golden Flashes. He'll tell us more about the Sooners opponent coming up Saturday night on Owen Field. We'll be back.